Welcome to Shark Select. To Shark Select, the podcast equivalent of swallowing a greenie. <laughs> How big's the greenie, Stu? One of those big ones where, like, yeah. <laughs> you've got a gag like it. Yeah, you, have to, you have to swallow it twice. Like seeing a nature documentary where, like, a, a little bird eats a really big fish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, as you can probably hear, there is no Craig, there is no Ryan, it's just me. I've gone fucking rogue, I've taken over, it's a rogue broadcast. And I brought in the mercenary, the tube. Ayo. I'll never do that again. I feel no. bad for introducing myself as Ayo. Do you want to redo hey. it, Chief? No. I don't want to redo it. I'm going to stick with it now. Fuck it. <laughs> so, Tube, I've known you for about 20 years now, haven't I? Yep. And how did I meet you? Been a long time. Um, well, so just before I met Stu, me and my mates thought. It'd be a really good idea if we could get on that MTV bandwagon. Remember when everyone was doing stupid stuff? So, Remember, we had a, yeah. was it called Frankass, our version? Back yeah, Frankass. Yeah. So, um, I went round to Ryan's and Stu's when I lived back at home with mum and dad. I was only about 14. Because Ryan had a staple gun. And we stapled the word Frankass into my forearm. <laughs> it really hurt. <laughs> and that was pretty much the first time she ever met me. Yes. Yeah. That's the same night she said, Paul even um, set his arse on fire. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, little insight into uh, sharks like <laughs> the early years. So, so people can get to know you, I've got a couple of questions. Yep. What is your favourite console? Well, to be honest, I think my favourite all-time console has got to be the PS2. Um, I played some absolute fantastic games on the PS2. It was almost fully backwards compatible with PS1, so the really late edition era um, PS1 games, um, fantastic uh, games like Vagrant Story and stuff like that, a real classic JRPG um, I worked very, very well on it. So I'd probably say definitely um, PS2's favourite all-time console. Favourite modern console would be the Switch, just because it's it's so accessible. I can just I can play Pokemon anywhere, or I can play Skyrim anywhere and just scream Fus Rodar in the middle of a train, <laughs> which like most people on a train just hate. But it'd be like one guy is like, hey, I like you. It's just people actually shouting Fusu Dar at the game. Pardon? It's just you shouting Fusu Dar, yeah, isn't it? Me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the time I'm playing Stardew Valley, I'm not even playing this <laughs> game. You haven't even got a switch on the train, have you? Just screaming Fusu Dar at random people. Yeah. <laughs> just take off one of my shoes, hold it sideways, and scream. <laughs> and then throw your shoe. What? <laughs> take down an old nana. <laughs> 
I used to like it when we throw up the, the stealth Fusrodar. So you just like whisper like Fus. <laughs> someone just like staggers over a chair or something. Yeah, just really mild, like push a, a push something off a table. <laughs> what is your favourite game tube? Oh, bleh. I've got to say, um, of like modern era games, my, the, the only game that really like pulled out of my heartstrings was Bioshock Infinity. Um, so I don't know if you ever played it. There's a part in Bioshock Infinity where Elizabeth, your constant companion almost throughout the whole game, um, is abducted before you find the big reveal. Just in case anyone's not played it, I won't say it, but there's a big reveal. Um, and she gets taken away from you, and your character goes, I'm coming, Elizabeth, get the F out of my way. Blah. It goes a bit mental, and then you literally go through an absolute freaking horror asylum filled with all sorts of horrible stuff that will kill you in a heartbeat, but you sprint through it just to get to Elizabeth. It was it was one of the only games that's ever done that for me. The other one is Journey. It's a PS3 yeah. exclusive. I think you can get it on PS. Um, it is an absolutely beautiful game. Brilliant sound design, brilliant set design. Uh, the animations are really clean and crisp. It doesn't try to go more, go further than what it's trying to do. So, like, um, I remember one of my mates was telling me that um, they're the team of engineers that were building the game there are very few of them that were working on the actual character you play because the character you play is just uh, we used to call him ribbony jesus he's just like a little guy in a brown sackcloth thing with a ribbon coming out the back of his head and he's got two white eyes really really basic animation but you're in the middle of a desert and everything or every grain of sand is animated properly so when you slide down a dune the sand tumbles down around you and there's a gust of wind that it just it's absolutely incredible <laughs> and probably has some of the prettiest scenes and most entertaining gameplay as well say again when I saw it, it was just like, well, you saw some bloke jobbing around a desert. <laughs> <laughs> you only job around a desert for like, I don't know, the first hour of the game. And then you you essentially work your way up a big mountain thing. But it's really, really cool. Really, really good game. It was just a favorite character job around a desert. Yeah, you just job about a desert. <laughs> Who's your favorite character? Master Chief, obviously. Even though I remember, I remember, um, was it Halo Three when you phoned us up crying because Master Chief was dead? <laughs> it's like, Chief, have you watched the whole thing yet? It's like, <laughs> I can't because Master Chief's dead. It's like, Chief, watch till the end of the credits. <laughs> okay. So like, I, I bought that game and I bought it and I waited all day in work. I got home, I picked up the copy a copy from, I think it was like Tesco's on my own. And I, pl- I had my tea and I played it flat out and I played it on Legendary Difficulty, got right to the very end at like four in the morning. I had work like four hours later. I was absolutely exhausted. I couldn't even think or speak. And then the credits rolled and I just started crying on control and playing. <laughs> yeah. 
oh, I wasn't in a good way. And I just turned, I turned it off. I didn't watch the end credits where you find out that obviously Master Chief's alive. Um, but yeah, Rain Stewart literally said, I was like, Master Chief's dead. I was like, no, it's not. We're talking about Chief. <laughs> People have already speedrun this, you pleb. Um, if anyone's watching has got a question for Tube, feel free to send us a message or reply back, and we'll. Uh, I'll, I'll get them asked. But yeah. if, you've got, what, if you can, just want to just shout, if you just want to spout nonsense, that's whatever. Yeah, I can do that. Or right. Right. We can really. This is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who is? <sighs> oh, actually, this question is a good one. This is a famous shots like question. I don't know if All you've right. listened to a. Uh, any previous interviews, so you'll know where this is going. Grapefruit, marry, kill. Sonic, Mario, crash. Who the fuck is Crash? Crash Bandicoot. Tube. Oh, Crash Bandicoot. All right. So, Sonic, Mario, crash. I would definitely Grapefruit, Mario, because I think the sound what? of it just slowly sliding into his ass would just make him wake up. In his ass? Yeah. Chief, that's not what Grapefruit is. What's grapefruit in there? I thought we were like... <laughs> grapefruit is when, you, like when you, you bore a hole in a grapefruit yeah. and then you like slide a member into it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you take the grapefruit off and then you suck all the citrus off of the grapefruit. Like that. I'm not changing my answer. Still Mario. <laughs> oh, can you imagine his little fucking mushroom though? And then you're going... <laughs> <laughs> it's a me. I know sometimes. I know. <laughs> What's your name again, Mario? Mario. Well, <laughs> that's going somewhere. <laughs> so. um, are you um, are you marrying and you? I feel like I'd marry a Crash Bandicoot. I feel like he's got like a wacky zany face and it would keep me entertained for a long period of time. Sounds like he might be a bit hard work though. I reckon. Yeah, maybe. High maintenance. But then imagine Sonic. It's like, I gotta go fast. I gotta go fast all the time. If I can't, I'm not fast enough. I need to go faster. So you're killing Sonic, putting him out of his misery. Yeah, pretty much. Just unplugging his life support at this point. Well, I'm not even unplugging his life support, mate. I'm just like, I'm going to put my foot on the back of his head and just unload like five or six full clips of some heavy artillery rounds into the back of his skull. Just like, what? Just brown. Yeah. Like the way of old yellow. You know, at the end of... Actually, no. Not going to use bullets. Remember the end of Sin City? Where uh, your old favourite, Bruce Willis... Oh yeah, beats that yellow guy until yeah. he pretty much turns into paste. That's what you do to Sonic. Sonic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Graphic. Yeah. Um, I really don't like Sonic, man. I think it's because I played Sonic on the Sega to death when I was little. Um, and you know, when you're really, really young and you're terrible at computer games, and your older brothers are both much, much better than you. Uh, yeah. I hated Sonic, especially that bloody underwater level. How intense was that? Oh, Jesus. Honestly, I think that's led to I think I still have, like, anxiety flashbacks to that. Yeah. 
if it, honestly, I can still feel it, just that bit of music, I'd just be stressed all day for work. Yeah, I can I can see it now, and I'm getting anxiety just imagining it. <laughs> Where's the bubbles? Where's the bubbles? Um, who's your deepest, darkest video game crush, Tube? Deepest, darkest video game crush. So, um, this is a little bit embarrassing because I was like a full blown adult at this point. <laughs> so, can you remember Dante from Devil May Cry? Yeah. I used to think Dante had the coolest hair ever, and that I would totally look like absolutely bitching with white hair down to my chin. So uh, I went into a hairdresser's with a copy of Devil May Cry and said, can you cut my hair like that, please? <laughs> it was the most feminine haircut I've ever had. Is that when you had it feathered? Yeah. <laughs> and then it just turned into a weird bun. <laughs> oh, that was not a good day. It was not a good day. Right, so that's enough of the questions then. So... The uh, the main crux of the the, the the meat of the podcast episode. Mm, the juicy we've had, centre. We've had the spuds, so let's go for the meat. <laughs> the throbbing, pulsing meat of the episode mm. is going to be what oh, grinds yeah. our chodes. <laughs> what really fucks us up about games, Tube? Well, what really slaps my stiffy shoe is games where you can't see your legs. This is a bit of an old one for me. Ever since the first time I looked down and was like, oh my God, I've got legs. Ever since then, all games, if you've not got legs, you're not a good game. It's just it's just the rules, Stu. I've played games, so I was like, cheap, you need to play this. You're like, can you see your legs? No, I'm not playing it then. <laughs> like absolute classic games where like now you look back and be like, that's an amazing game. I'm pretty sure like Modern Warfare 2, like you couldn't see your legs and I avoided that game for years because you couldn't see your legs. <laughs> oh fuck. Um you know what corkscrews my arsehole tube? Oh, tell me, tell me, tell me. Fucking health packs. <laughs> Fucking I'm health right. packs. I totally agree with you here. We're past just... the point of needing health yeah. packs now. Yeah. Your health just naturally regenerates. It takes a few, you could have it so it's like immediate or it takes a period of time. Bit of a delay is best, isn't it? Like, if there's a bit of a delay, so it's like, oh yeah, I'm still in combat, or you've got to wait till you get out of combat for your health to go, fine, fine, fine. If I've got a rooting around for fucking health packs to move to the next stage. Yeah. And then you can get, you you can get um, fucking checkpoint locked where yeah. the game will save and you've got no health and then you walk around the corner and you're just instantly dying yeah looking at you Halo 1 that happened to me yeah. so many times I know yeah the sort of, Call of Duty's and Battlefield as well was bad for mm. getting um, checkpoint locked yeah I feel like we we, we need an, an additional grindage for checkpoint locking Stu yeah I think we could tack that on couldn't we yeah how how does it grind at you? I think it, it, it gets to a nice point, but it's not a sharp point. I think there's other stuff where I'll, I'll get a needle sharp fucking point <laughs> on this chode. <laughs> well, what really claps my chaps is Elder Scrolls games. What? All yeah. of them in general. So this only applies mainly to Skyrim. So 
to me, one of the most quintessential single player games of all time has got to be Diablo 2. It's just an absolutely amazing game. Uh, everything from uh, your sound quality to the way your spells and attacks sounded. It was just really, really good. And then you had the multiplayer aspect of it, which was exactly the same. But a person joined you and everything got a bit tougher. All of the bosses and mobs that spawned had additional effects and abilities. And the more people you added in, the scarier and more powerful everything got. But the better loot you got for it. Uh, would it be so difficult to have that for Skyrim? It would just be so much better. Just, yeah. I really, I just like, I mean, there's the Skyrim, what was it? Skyrim Friends mod that's recently out. I think it's called Harbor, um, where you can play online together when you're on PC, um, which isn't too bad, um, but it's very glitchy. Um, I just think it'd be a, a really, really cool way of bringing Skyrim forward. So like the next Elder Scrolls game, if it doesn't have it in, I think, I know it's, it is a quintessentially single, single player game. I fully understand if they don't put it in at all, but I really feel they're missing a trick for saying, um, and maintaining a player base in it as well. So like I played, I've got thousands of hours of Skyrim on the mobile. I think I've created more characters on Skyrim than I have on any other game put together. Um, but imagine being able to do that and then you play as a guy with a warhammer and I play as a guy with a bow and then we go and take on a giant. It'd just be really, really cool. And it just really grinds my ass that Bethesda haven't thought of that. And then at the point when they have thought of that, you've got Fallout 76 and that absolute weird... Elder Scrolls Online game, which is just the worst MMO I've ever played. I just it's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's just bleh. Yeah. I just want I just want Skyrim, but me and my mate are playing. Just chopping yeah. up giants, chasing it stuff down. Just need it in my life. Yeah, because you get that thing where like you like Oh, like a max level, look at my armor, and I've got this ace sword and stuff. And it's yeah. like, yeah, great. What, what are you doing with it? Yeah. Why can't I, I show anyone that stuff? Yeah. Or, or I think this is uh, something that really uh, great fruits your arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> um, weapons, like having regular, rare, and epic weapons in a single player game. Yeah, having uh, like a loot system in yeah. um, in single player games like Assassin's Creed that really that fucks me off. Um, it's really unnecessary. Yeah, especially in you, you should just have like this is your sword, this is your dagger, yeah. this is your bow. Yeah, and then you can just like put skills into it to make them better that way. Yeah, or maybe a room system or something for, for MMOs. It just it's just pointless having it in. Yeah. That sort of thing, especially yeah. if it locks you out of. I mean, I've I've not played um, Odyssey, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. This yeah. big big thing, and I've not played it myself. But you were saying to me the other night that it can lock you out of certain areas of the game, which are just hard, not powerful enough to deal with yet. Which it's not about your assassin skills or anything like that. It's just a, how shiny is your sword. 
which to me just is me. Well, into like um, what was it? Weapon out like spears and stuff. Yeah. Like I had an ace spear, but then I found like I had a sword that was like three levels higher, and the DPS was just like just put the the spear to shame. But I was like, yeah. I really enjoy using a spear, but I can't now because I have to yeah. use this sword because <laughs> otherwise I'm just gonna get shafted by everyone. Yeah, by everyone else's spears. Yeah, mm. it was gonna put them in places. <laughs> Do you know what clamps my bell in though, Tube? Tell me. Come on. Weird streamer or YouTube names. So my yeah. my, my own <laughs> I, I'm part of a, a a streamer group, so my own streamer name is U underscore tube, which I thought was very, very clever, but some asshole has taken it up on YouTube. Um but I'm part of a collective of painters. Uh, we paint a lot of Warhammer stuff, bit of shameless self-promotion there, um, called Squidzilla Inc. And yeah, I totally get the... It's a slightly... It's a weird name. And that's not even the weirdest of names you can go for. I, no, that's not weird. I mean, it's not... That's not weird. That's... Squidzilla's a pretty cool name. It's names like Squirrel. Um, oh, tell me about this song. Yeah, called, I really, really wanted to watch. This, <laughs> I really wanted to watch this gameplay of Snowrunner, which is the like sequel to Mudrunner. Yeah, I just couldn't get into it because this guy was called Squirrel, <laughs> and he was being called Squirrel, but one of his mates just wasn't into it. She's calling him Paul, or whatever his name was. <laughs> Calm and, down, um, Derek. <laughs> But he had another mate on. But these these people must be uh, sounded thirty plus. They weren't young yeah. streamers. Yeah. And he had a mate on there who was called Puppy. Um. Uh, and he was just like, <laughs> "Okay, okay, pups, where are we going next? <laughs> what are you up to, Puppy?" And he's like, "Ah, oh, just getting this uh, watchtower." <laughs> squirrel, squirrel, where are you, squirrel? Oh, I'm over here, puppy. It's just fucking weird. Just couldn't get into it, and it made my skin crawl, and I had to turn off. <laughs> Why don't you just mute it so you can just watch it? Because you need the sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, as just like a universal rule, streamers not always fun to listen to. Mainly just because they people talk funny. too much, and sometimes well, some people are funny, but there 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 is a a definite line where it's like. Stop talking throughout the dialogue. No. I, mean, I use the name Digestive. I mean, that's pretty weird, but it's, I don't know. Yeah. It's I think there's something different between a name like that and then Squirrel and Puppy. Yeah. I think Daddy would be the worst one, though. Although I think Puppy's still worse. <laughs> it's just weird. I know. It's Come weird, on, Daddy. It? Okay, Puppy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Someone give me an acid bath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what really spaffs in my soup, Stu? And it really spaffs in my soup. Multiplayer games. Specifically, multiplayer games that are like, oh yeah, we're all in for like massive community and stuff like that. But it's blatantly a, a single player game that's entirely aimed at being a single-player game, but no, no. And this is like complete juxtaposition for what I was just saying. However, games like... 
Elite Dangerous, probably the best, outright best <laughs> online um, space shooter game. Absolutely amazing. Your space flight combat app, fantastic. Your sound design, absolutely amazing. But it's just a giant empty vacuum that nothing happens in because they're expecting and the designers expect you to fly around in these great big flotillas of ships. But as soon as you go near other players in the game, they immediately just go, all right, dickhead. Boom, boom, boom. You're dead. It's, there's so many games out there like that that are driven by player interaction. And realistically, you need player interaction to have an impact, but it all needs to be driven by NPC. And it really, really grips my ass because by the time your player base starts to like fade out, it just it just kills your game. You're literally just putting a lifespan on your on, on your game. I just don't it's get just it. People, isn't it? But I, yeah. you could come up with the best ideas ever. Yeah, and like, oh, this would be a really quality idea for. It could be fucking anything, couldn't it? But then, like, um, those be some cunts that find like a way of cheating the system or of yeah. like they're sweating it or something. Yeah. Oh. You know what? Fists my piss hole tube. <laughs> Tell me. People that punch it in the gulag on Modern Warfare. <laughs> Mate, you hate. The, I mean, I hate the gulag, but you really get pissed off about the gulag. The number of times you get absolutely screwed in the gulag because someone's thrown some bullshit, like someone has jump chucked some C4 across the room. Oh god, it just makes me laugh. You get well mad about the gulag. <laughs> People are punching you. Love me. I don't want to be here as much as you don't want to be here, but don't fucking start punching me. <laughs> Let's just accept we've just fucking died and we're waiting to try and get back in the game. I wonder if there's a way in which you can, because I know if you're not carrying a secondary weapon, you can literally put your gun away and have your fists out. I wonder if there's a way, because that would be the fastest way you'd move, of putting your fist, putting your gun away, having your fists out and just running at someone. Yeah, you can. Just beating someone down. <laughs> you can do that. I really wish I was in the gulag against you. <laughs> Just do that every time. What, punching? <laughs> no, it's not punching me when I'm actually doing the gulag part. It's when you're waiting rounds to go into the fucking <laughs> match. <laughs> and it's always yeah. the fucking Kruger cunts that have got the net over the red. <laughs> or people who rock, lob rocks at you like mate just go to the hole in the fence and just chuck them at the people down at the bottom yeah just mess with air day leave me alone I'm here spray painting stuff on the walls go away yeah I'm spray painting a pig that's farting on the wall I don't need this nonsense <laughs> from you <laughs> so this is one of my absolute pet hates and this might be a little controversial because it was like game of the year and won shit tons of awards. But you know what really twists up my taints, Stu? The Legend of Zelda. Oh, yeah. Breath of the Wild. I fucking... Oh, it's As he's listening now, he's just had a fucking aneurysm. Oh, yeah, that's I'm the end of Grief sure. Burrito. Yeah, he's just coughed up his own nuts. Um, but it's it's got... It, it's really pretty. It looks nice. It's really, really lovely riding along your horse on these massive, gorgeous open plains. And your characters all look really good. 
But then it's entirely held down by the fact that whoever designed the control system has obviously never played Arkham Asylum, which it should definitely draw its control system from. It just these clunky. I mean, the, the switch isn't always great for um, close combat sort of 3D games anyway it, it very much lends itself to side scrollers even playing Skyrim on it like Skyrim's great because you can just yell food Rodar when shit gets tasty and then just walk off um, but on Breath of the Wild there's nothing and not only that you've got breakable weapons limited I mean you can make the silly mini games and cooking why is there cooking in games why is there cooking in games which I'll come back to in a minute because that also rips up my arsehole but honestly everything apart from the fact that it's pretty is shit in that game like I just don't get why it won so many awards I don't understand it at all I put countless hours into trying to understand how like it's gameplay and playing it and there'll be people out there who'll be just like get good man but i don't get why poor con- camera controls poor combat controls add difficulty to a game which in all honesty doesn't necessarily need to be difficult combat should be based on puzzles and certain weapons and things should be good against certain enemies and you should have to think your way out of a problem not just be chop chop i'm going to dodge out of the way of this thing and chop chop again it's just bleh there's also an enormous amount of no help in that game it literally just goes right you've spawned off your pop you can walk right up to the end boss if you really felt like committing absolute seppuku like it's just nonsense I, I don't get how so many people fucking like that game it's just gash absolute fucking gash I hate it I so fucking hate that game <laughs> I've never played a Zelda game well to be honest like Zelda games, uh, they either really hit the mark and they're entertaining and fun to play and you've really got to think around your problems and there's certain things where it doesn't tell you. Think like, you've got to go here and pick up this doodad to open up this little jip-jap. Um, to open up the door in the Mount of Fire and blah. Sometimes it doesn't tell you that. Fine, all right, cool. But that game literally gives you nothing. Um, I was playing for about five, six hours before I found out that there are four temples you've got to go to in the starting area, which I'd already left. And trying getting back into the starting area when you've already left it is really, really difficult. Because when you've left the starting area, you then have to climb back into it because it's like in this big walled off, raised up area. And you usually have this kite thing which helps you drift between oh it was just that game just really wrecked my ass. Really I fucking hate it. Absolutely fucking hate it. I don't care whether Has doesn't talk me talk to me again. Grief Burrio can eat my arsehole. That game is gash. You want shits on my chips, dude? Tell me. Console elitists. Oh yeah. 
I think this is uh, this this is one of the things that really punches me in the junk as well. I, it doesn't matter whether it's an Xbox or a PS4. It doesn't it doesn't matter. It's just they're all the same, more or less. Given given a little little differences, like you could argue PC is better because you get modding community and stuff like that. All right. You could argue that consoles are better because con- certain consoles, uh, certain games in consoles work really, really well. And there's the pick up and play. You just got to plug it in, put your disc in, and Bob's your uncle. It's already working. There's not all the setup and crap you've got to do with PC. Fine, all right, whatever. But it's all the same. We're all just gamers. Just stop being a dick about it. There's no need. It's just like. I'm not getting up and you're going to play an Xbox. Just the problems. <laughs> Although, weren't you the other day being a bit of console elitist about PS4 players? <laughs> that was an observation. <laughs> that was an observation. When you're playing cross-play on Modern Warfare, <laughs> PlayStation players have a tendency to hide around at the back of the map, be very sweaty, and crouch walk or camp. <laughs> What's wrong with crouch walking? A lot of tube. <laughs> uh, like PC a... players uh, all like slide around a corner or jump around a corner with SMGs. <laughs> I mean, I play um, with an SMG a lot. I play on PC and I do play with SMG a lot, but I am not a jump around a corner player, mainly because. I am not that coordinated. And if I jump around the corner right like that, I guarantee you I'd not kill anybody. <laughs> uh, Xbox players just jump around, generally. So you're being just a console elitist. I'm just saying, like, just, just, just as bad. Xbox players just jump around aimlessly. <laughs> That's no better than sitting at the back of the map and being sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know what really flicks my clip, Shoe. Stupid mini games in otherwise serious games, especially the frivolous kind, which make you fractionally better at the game. And I'm looking straight at every game that introduced cooking mechanics as a way of grinding for experience or unlocking a certain thing to do a certain thing. Like if I knew that I had to put x number of ingredients in and if i put the wrong number of those ingredients in or put in a pear when i should have put in a pickle and then at the end of it it's like oh no you've made shite soup great do you know how interested i am in that fucking not it doesn't need to be there Stu. at fucking all in no game one of now i'm gonna gripe about monster hunter world quite a lot tonight on multiple grounds because there are a number of real deep flaws to that game but one of them is you don't get health packs you kill animals and you gather meat from those animals and then you can cook that meat to restore your health (sighs) why i don't get it it's just not necessary Legend of Zelda does it. So many JRPGs do it as uh, 
just a constant mechanic is oh yeah what i feel like someone's just sat down in a boardroom got right our game is at best and this is if some fucking pleb is playing who does got no fucking clue what he's doing he's gonna maybe put eight hours into the game stumble through to the last boss and kick him in the twat and he's dead right how do we flesh this out to something that's worth 60 fucking pound cooking mechanics done give that man a promotion fuck me it's just pointless i hate it it's there's no point in being in games sorry i'm running a bit but i just do not see the point in that being in a game at all it's the same as um like random crafting stuff yeah like the worst yeah. for that was fucking fallout 4 oh yeah like Fallout 4 oh you've got to pick up 36 typewriters to build this are you joking me Uh, how about no and I just won't build it (laughs) Yeah. but hang on you have to build it because you have to fuck around with settlements yeah Oh, that's, that's the end of that then. You'll be well, uninstalled. Goodbye. <laughs> so I, played DMC. Got, I got to the point with settlements where I got so pissed off with it. So you can build automated turrets. So I surrounded every single one of the settlements with like, I don't know, a dozen or so automated turrets and a couple of rocket turrets. And then um dickhead with a fucking cowboy hat and a laslog rifle whatever it's called yeah, just goes oh um this settlement's under attack or the radio would be chopping up ah oh, we're, we're so we're so injured and so hurt oh no and you turn up and there'd be six people stood in a house that you've crammed full of beds to get more people in there and they all be stood around looking gormless with fucking ugly faces. And there'd be a load of rocket launchers just blasting into a horde of nothing coming at you. And you just go over and be like, oh, thanks for the free loot. I really needed some ammo, some ammo right now. And that was the only way to make settlement anything other than unbearable because it was just stupid the way it worked. Really stupid. You either did that or you just ignored it. Just flat. Screw them guys. Don't need them here. They mean no impact on the actual game at all, besides occasionally stumbling across like six dudes in a house. It's just pointless. B. What's my nurple tube? What? Online racing games. <laughs> specifically Forza titles. And when you're trying to race online... <laughs> And some penis doesn't use the brakes and just rams you off on the first corner, ruins your life, and you end up having to quit the game and start and hope that the next lobby has got actual people in it that don't want to just go. Like, right. Sometimes you make a mistake and you might tap somebody, but there's no reason for them to decide that you fucking shat on their child and they now need to ram you off the fucking track at every opportunity, even if it means that they finish last. <laughs> I know what you mean. It's the it's the reason why I don't buy racing games anymore. Um, I had one of my mates at work was telling me that uh, Forza whatever number we're on now um might be horizon 16 i don't fucking know um it's on xbox game pass and i was like oh okay i'm all right thanks and they're like why it's an amazing game now yeah if you just want to get oh it's a really really long straight with a hairpin at the end of it oh okay i think it was 
I was saying it's Magello actually, really, really long straight with a chicane at the end of it. Oh, okay. So you get to the first corner and then someone slaps into you at 200 miles per hour and you're like, ah, right. So I'll join another lobby. And then someone slaps into you at the first corner at 200 miles an hour to slow themselves down. Oh, okay, great. Oh, okay. I managed to get three, four turns in. Great. We're doing well. Oh, I've tapped somebody. Oh, he's wiggling around a little bit and he lost one place. Oh, that's it. He's uh, rammed me into the gravel track and repeatedly smashing me in the face. Last. Why? <laughs> it's just, yeah. I know what you mean. I don't, I dodge online racing games for that. Blech. Uh, you know what really, really blows up my balls, though, Stu? Bad sound design. And not only that, not just bad sound design, bad voice acting in games. So, this is an old school one. Two Worlds, you ever played that? Two Worlds was... It was very much a Ryan game. Yeah, it was... uh, It wasn't... It was like an RPG-style game. Um, And it was actually like... It had competent gameplay mechanics. It had a competent loot system. The graphics were quite pretty, especially for the time. And it looked like it would really work work really, really well. However, every time you had an interact interaction with someone, um, everyone would speak in Old English, which is fine. I'm English. I can muddle my way through Old English, fair enough. But when they're doing it in really thick American accents, it then had this really jarring ju- juxtaposition. It was like, over yonder, prithee. Like, oh Jesus Christ, like the voice acting in that game was absolutely terrible. And this is one thing I hate um Call of Duty for. Um a lot of their guns, and especially if you put a silen- silencer on them, sound shit. It's like <laughs> it's just bleh. It just they're so so bad. It just doesn't. I remember, decent. I think the guns sound really good in the current one. Really? But, yeah. I think there's yeah. a couple of them. I think if you if you if you don't have a silencer on, there's a couple of guns which sound really really meaty. Um, and I'll take it back somewhat. Some of the guns do sound really really good, but a lot of them, when you put a silencer on them, like to me, the best silenced sounding weapon I've ever heard was in Time Splitters Two. That little it was like a needler gun. Had a really big clip, you could akimbo them. Um, and that had like a really, really definitive silenced sound. And it just sounded amazing. And it was a really, really cool sounding gun. A lot more. I know Time Splitters is obviously like sci-fi and stuff, but I think a lot of silenced weapons need just as much like a silenced LMG will sound functionally the same as a silenced pistol. It's just firing a little bit quicker. There's just not that real kinetic thump that you get from whipping the silencer off the end. And I think a lot of modern shooter games do that. Yeah. There's a lot like, um, was a really shit game for it. Doom 3 was bad for shit gun sounds. Yeah. yeah. There was like one or two guns where you were like, oh, this sounds right meaty. Um, and then I think it was the plasma gun that was really, really naff on it. It was like, eh, there. Assault rifle as well. It was just like, yeah. 
yeah it's just it, you just need something especially with something like doom where a lot of your sound design is based around these massive uh, metal orchestral pieces of music that get more and more upbeat and even greater tempo like i've not played the, the latest doom game and i'm hoping it's been corrected for this um but you need guns that are almost dominating the sound there or leading into the sound. So you want a massive chonking machine gun that makes a real kinetic slapping sound, not some little, <laughs> not something that's wet. The last two have been really good. Um, but yes, yeah, the old ones were absolutely fucking dog turds. Yeah. You know what claps my cheeks, Tube? Tell me. Too many fucking side missions on a qu- on, <laughs> like Witcher, Witcher. is yeah. a, is really yeah. bad for this, and the last assassin, well, Assassin's Creed, yeah, been pretty oh, bad for it. Pretty bad for it. <laughs> but Especially yeah, Odyssey. Really Odyssey was fucking horrendous. Like every island you go to, there's about six. <laughs> well, it's about ten fucking missions on each yeah. island, and there must be at least three hundred fucking islands. Where about in Greece? This is fucking <laughs> set. I have no idea, but there's not that many fucking islands there. <laughs> um, but it just it's overwhelming yeah like if you want to just pick up and play it's like oh, but I've got to go and do this I've got to do this yeah. I could just go and mainline the fucking the main quest but then I won't have the the the, the best gear I'll yeah. be able to get the crafting materials to make yeah. better stuff it's just <clears throat> you're always on the back foot always at a disadvantage then yeah i know exactly what you mean or oh, i think the witch is actually worse for it because the witcher then turns around and goes oh you didn't help that little old lady in some backwater village oh okay well you're basically an asshole now but i didn't even know that little old lady existed well you didn't explore well enough and we're not it's going to look at a specific por- <laughs> portion of the plot yeah Great, thanks. Here's thanks a bad ending. <laughs> Here's a shitty ending to the game. Right. Okay. So I literally have to grind through everything. Not only that, you've got to grind through everything and make all the right choices throughout it. Yeah. Right. Okay. How <laughs> about no? How about how about no? I'm gonna go play something that's immediately fun. Not yeah, this. I really want to play it though, is the problem, but I just can't. Like I, know, I turn on just like <sighs> But I just, um, well, I I got the um, I think it was the second one on PC. I I, I own um, one, two, and three on PC. The second one um, was all right. That wasn't too bad for it. Yeah, um, but the the first one wasn't too bad for it. But trying to play it now is a little bit like playing controls are fucking weird. Yeah, the it controls are fucking odd, weird, and the controls in the second one, especially on PC, it just does not translate well at all and blah and then by the time i got to the third one i was like right i'm skipping a lot of plot here an awful lot of plot here fair enough i'll go in on the third one and they just see how i do and then it's just side mission after side mission after side mission i was like oh this is just too just boring like i enjoyed the first mission where i was like oh yeah you've got to kill this wyvern thing griffin whatever the fuck it was called that was a really really cool fight it was a really really um 
you felt like a bit of a badass, but also felt like you were on the back foot throughout the whole thing. You felt like there was a very real threat, which a lot of games struggle with, um, especially when you're playing um, quite a, such a legendary character as Geralt. Um, you always felt like you were just a guy fighting against very supernatural things. Um, but then you just spend the next six hours after that going and collecting herbs in a field and hunting down a specific type of cougar looking right at your Red Dead Redemption. Because um, I fucking hate that game. Oh, yeah, that was that's pretty maybe, bad for it. Like you have to go and find all the rare like, fucking yeah. plants and stuff. Yeah, you've um, got 600 different types of goose so that you can find the quadra goose that only turns up once on the 7th moon of June. Fucking fuck yeah, off. But I suppose you only have to do them if you want to get 100% or if you want a fancy-looking fucking bandolier yeah. or something. Yeah, fair play. But it doesn't affect the actual yeah. game in any way, like The Witcher yeah, does or, bad, the Witcher or does, Assassin's yeah. Creed. Yeah, you can just get, you can, they're just more for chilling out. We just like, oh, I think I'll do a spot of fishing and try and catch the biggest fish in the lake or some yeah or some shit. <laughs> I spent so much time trying to catch that fucking red salmon. <laughs> um, do you know what really really chafes my gaping anus though, Stu? Um, poorly made games, uh, being as an excuse for increasing difficulty rating. Um, Dark Souls is a really, really a, like big culprit for doing this. So Dark Souls 3, the latest Dark Souls, and Bloodborne are brilliant games. They're really, really entertaining. There's a lot of... You have to find the plot to it. It doesn't immediately tell you the plot to it. Um, and you piece it together through pieces of information. You're exploring it as your character is exploring it. You're not just, oh, yeah, um, God's over there. You've got to go and kick him in the twat. All right, Jesus Christ, this is a little bit sacrilegious at this point, but all right, fine. Um, but in Dark Souls 1 and Dark Souls 2, the game would literally go, right, your weapon has a hitbox of X size, but the actual animation for that weapon, it does not fit that hitbox. And the enemy you're fighting against, he has a weapon as well. And the hitbox for his weapon is not represented by the animation. So when he whacks you with a big hammer and the hammer is supposed to hit this space because that's where the animation shows, but you're stood two feet to the left and it still hits you. And you're like, why? I've moved out of the way of that and I'm still getting hit by it. And I know a lot of souls players who will then turn around and just be like, yeah, but it makes the game harder. It's like, no, no, it doesn't make the game harder. It's still a shit game. It's yeah, just a whole name. Game. Yeah. I just can't be doing with it. I'm trying no. to have a, just trying to play a game just for something to do. I'm not trying yeah. to, fucking get too many downtime every time I pick up a fucking game <laughs> oh you're too too many downtimes are always amazing you were nearly on one on one the, the other night well, one God. Yeah. yeah yeah I got close on very that. very close <laughs> you know what claps my cheeks tube 
Tell me. Oh, I've done a clap my cheeks, haven't I? You Flex my ball sack. Yeah. Flex your ball sack. All right. Yeah. MMO missions in a single player game. Yeah. Yeah. Totally get this. The, oh, fetch me six wolf pelts. Yeah. Why? What, what, what are you doing with six wolf pelts, mate? Jesus Christ. I need some new bed sheets. What? This is... Give me another one mission where i got to go to a fucking castle and kill someone. Yeah. <laughs> like, give me a mission where I have to get in and I have to convince a guy to do a thing. All right, how do you do that? All right, well, you can either sneak through the vents and assassinate him, smash down the front door and fuck him up. Or you can get in through a party that's happening two nights later and talk to the guy and talk some sense into him. All right, cool. That's three different options, three different game styles, and you could play it three different ways. And that gives you replayability in a game. That gives you, that's a decent mission right there. Not kill six sheep. So it must it be six. Dark Souls Inquisition. No, not Dark Souls, fucking hell. Dragon Age Inquisition. Yeah. Go and kill six dark spawn over there. They just keep yeah. respawning, just kill six and come back. Yeah, just stand in the same spot. Six will eventually run at you and uh, kill them. Great. Oh, well, okay. This doesn't sound fun. Well, doesn't matter. You've got to do this 14 more times. Yeah, don't worry. There's plenty more coming. Yeah. <laughs> No, exactly. I really wanted to finish that because I've done the first two as well. Oh, I played. Because um, you could carry your saves over like Mass Effect, yeah. couldn't you? So I had two, yeah. de- two decent saves saved up that have been through both games. I was like, yeah. oh, I can't wait to see how they all ties together in this one. Yeah. I just couldn't, get, couldn't, couldn't finish it. The first area was just this big, massive, open, like countryside, alpine area thing. And it's just filled with different. It's like playing Warcraft, but you're offline. Yeah. I was just like, I might as well just be playing Warcraft. So I did. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't think I could actually get back into Warcraft now. Oh, Jesus. I, I, try, I tried it again a couple of years ago. Um, and Ryan was telling me that they've recently uh, re-updated the skins for everything um, and done redone the overworld. But I was like, well, what are the starting areas looking like? Because usually I'll judge that game based on how crap it looks when you first turn it on and it's literally i just log into it and instantly i'm i'm 18 again like and not in a good way and you just got gash graphics and you're like what on earth is this have they not updated it in that many years so yeah i don't really ever get back into warcraft at all for the first time and you'd like I think you must have been in Barrens and you had to do your Tower and Hunter. Yeah. And you're Gather like, rocks. Oh, you have to, yeah, pick up stones. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to, like, it's like, so what do you have to do? It's like, well, you have to go and kill these things and you get leather and you can make armor and then you can make weapons and stuff. You're like, what? <laughs> get to make stuff and then kill them and then you get to make all this shit. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but you can be like orcs and you can be like elves and shit. <laughs> like in, in concept warcraft sounds amazing um and well, i well, it, still is, it but... was for its time but now i like i can't i can't go back to that at all
did enjoy playing it. Say again. I, I did really enjoy playing it. Yeah. Um, but it's just too much of a commitment, really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think the last time I I put any sort of serious time into it, I ca- I clicked forward slash played or typed in forward slash played on one of my secondary characters, and it said something like three months worth of game time, and I was like, I I don't I don't do this to my main character. Remember Taya, my um, Death Knight. I feel like she was a Death Knight. Yeah. Um, uh. Like I played on played with her from the moment Death Knights came out, more or less until the next patch the next patch came out and it was just constant, like six, seven hours a day. I, I couldn't put that and I didn't even have like best gear at the time. Although can you remember when I got that sword hilt thing that started that quest? Oh, <laughs> you got so sorry about that. <laughs> Yeah, because it was a DPS weapon and you got it and used it as a tanking weapon. Well, that's because it had three different modes and one of them was tanking, one was DPS and one was stats. Tanking mode was CAC. It, it was, was CAC. tanking stuff and it was the, the DPS mode. <laughs> Are you still salty about that, Stu? <laughs> oh, do you want to see what the people say? Let's, let's move to the tweets. So, Grief Baritas, mm. um, he says, horse AI, nobody's got it right. Yeah, no one's got horses right at all. I think the closest came to close. Yeah, Red Dead came close, the latest one. Um, but still, I, I so just feel like you, you're on a clumsy motorbike. They still run into trees and stuff. Yeah. Whereas a horse wouldn't do that. There's there's an amount of like on, on Red Dead, um, your horse will occasionally, if you're going at the right speed when you get near a ledge, will go, Oh, I can't do that. But it will also also do a thing where if you're riding six feet away from the edge of a ledge, so suddenly you go, Whoa, I can't do that. You're like, I'm not riding towards the ledge. I'm riding away from the ledge. No, I'm too close to the, the edge. My, uh, I've detected an edge within six feet of me. That's it. Game over. Can't do it. Like, I think a couple of games have come reason, reasonably close, but I've, I've yet to see a game that's got proper horse transportation working right. And no Elder Scrolls game has got it right. Elder Scrolls games is close. Say again. Horses can't ride up sheer cliffs. <laughs> it was always funny, though, if uh, you fell off a sheer cliff on Skyrim. Oh, the horse takes all the fall damage. Oh, oh well. <laughs> oh, the ones in oblivion that you can kill and store weapons inside, and then you get yeah. back up and you just you can store weapons up in their assholes. Yep. He literally just took him in like a tauntaun and then, oh, look, it's stood back up again. Cool. I need to get that weapon out by horse. <laughs> I need my battle axe for this fight. Chop. Don't. Uh, Geek Street Podcast at Geek Street Pod. Uh, timed missions, racing missions in GTA. When yeah. all, I need, all you want to do is rob a bank and beat up innocent people. Yeah. I totally get that. The whole 
also this is a, a moderately difficult thing to do yeah great uh we're gonna make it super difficult and give you a a, a wild case of anxiety by making sure that it's super timed great I think the worst instance of that was their Pathfinder Kingmaker. Um, so it's a game that came out on PC a couple of years ago, um, and it's based pure, entirely on the Kingmaker campaign for Pathfinder, which is a form of D&D. It's an absolutely amazing um it's an amazing campaign. If you can pick a copy of it up and play 3.5 again, I would very much recommend it. Um, but the, the Pathfinder Kingmaker PC game um has essentially everything that happens in the game has a time limit so if you take too long or too many game days doing a thing it just goes right the world moves on without you and yet fine rightly so it definitely should move on without you but at the same time it's a fucking rpg where i'm the main character fuck off with you dragging things forwards say again it's my fucking story, you bitch. Fuck off. Yeah, my fucking story. Stop being a cunt. <laughs> uh, Jordan from Grief Burrito says, probably Fetch Quest, Skyrim and Fallout 4, prime example. Yeah. Yeah, we covered that one. I think, um, I think Morrowind, I actually think Morrowind was the worst for, for Fetch Quest because Morrowind was in the era before, like objective markers so a little bit of me misses that yeah. where it literally just go there is a cave southeast of here 47 steps to the south three steps to the east you will find a blue flower follow the path of blue flowers into the mountains and you will find an oak tree there a wise old man will give you the rest of the directions honestly the number of times I had to Google where the fuck I'm going, and this is before Google when Alta Vista was existed. Honestly, completing that game was an arsehole. Might have been but, before that. It might have been back in the day for strategy guides for Morrowind. Yeah, I think it was, and um, that when it when it'd be a fetch quest is like I need some netch leather. All right, go get some fucking natch leather, mate. You're wearing glass armor. Go off your fucking ass. Go get some. <laughs> I'm here in boiled leather. Great. Yeah, you fancy glass armor. <laughs> fancy glass prick. The number of those characters where I'd be just like, Ryan, I found a character who's got Daedric gloves. <gasps> I wonder if we can kill him without anyone finding out. <laughs> He broke that game, so he couldn't even finish it because he killed um, some guy that had Daedric boots or something. Yeah, he did, yeah. Um, I, I broke that game, um, so there was a cheat you could do on it um, where you cast a certain spell, and there was a few different components to the spell, and it increased one of your stats by, I think it was 10. So you had speed, so that was just your base movement speed and the speed at which you drew weapons and the speed at which you drew bows and stuff like that. So I put that up to like a thousand so I could run across the map like absolutely insane. There was, acrobat- there was one which governed your acrobatics. So it wasn't acrobatics. It was like your agility sort of thing. It wasn't dexterity. It was like agility. Um, 
and I put that up to a thousand. I was like, oh, great. I put my strength up to a thousand. So everything I hit pretty much instantly exploded because at this point I got so bored of fetch quests. And then I put my willpower, I think he was, up to a thousand. So I instantly resisted all spells and couldn't cast any spells on myself after that. Like I couldn't summon anything because that's a spell on yourself. And I would instantly just be like, nope, my spell resistance is too high. I can't cast that spell. But at the same time, I could punch anything and it would instantly die. and get there in like super fast as well but yeah i I spent a lot of time just like looking for anybody who was wearing fancy armor like right i'm gonna save the game and then i'm gonna sneak attack this guy with a battle axe oh he's not died okay i'll just reload the game and then i'm gonna sneak attack the same guy and see if he'll die the second time oh he's died this time great oh i can't complete the game if this has happened (sighs) fine I did go back. I know. I know the guy uh, that Ryan's on about. And after completing the game, you can go back and kill him. But it still says the same thing. Like you can't. You can no longer complete the game. The world falls into disarray or something like that. Which I didn't really give a shit about. I daydream boots. <laughs> so, hello, rabbit pod. Um. There's for me too many in-depth games, which is great if you're into that type of thing. Just been missing, uh, sorry, just been rinsing Streets of Rage Four. And yeah. It's really hit home how much I have missed simple pick-up and play games, yeah. straight into the action and great fun. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot to be said for just being able to go right. I'm just gonna pick up, play this game, put a few hours into it, and that's it. I don't think you always need to have the. Uh, I don't think you always need the the number of quests and difficulty that a lot of game designers put in. And I think there's a lot to be said for the, yeah, just keep it simple, stupid, make it nice and simple, uh, good entertaining gameplay, which I'm sure Streets of Rage 4 is. Um, you just go from there. People will just come back to that game time after time after time for a couple of years, yeah. So, Ivory Tam would... In 87, um, even as an avid RPG, I feel this is what I've. Even as an avid RPG, I feel this. What happened to really good platformers? Action games aren't like and fuck's sake, and action games aren't like reading a which way book. Yeah. So. I I I don't know with the old, with the whole um with the whole platformer thing like it just it never really platformers have never really resonated with me personally um there's i think 3d i think 3d platformers stuff like banjo kazooie and um spyro the dragon were my first more or less only experience with platformers so like just it's not something that i really know a lot about I mean, like even the crash one, um, like the remaster, that was just fucking yeah. ridiculous. It was so difficult. Yeah. Well, I, I think I think there's changed, yeah, they changed the physics on it. Yeah. So you had to like it, the, like your jumping stuff had to be pixel perfect. Yeah. It was no, it was just not forgiving in the slightest. So it just made yeah. it ridiculously difficult. Yeah, I think I think um, we I think 
uh, we as the community have got something to answer for that as well because there's had that been easy to play it probably would have got trashed just for oh banjo kazoo is completed in three and a half hours by some guy in germany who completed it literally just sat and smashed it out of the park because they can play in pixel perfect ways and all right fair enough for that guy but i know exactly what you mean with the whole that game should definitely have been a lot more forgiving than it was and far more entertaining than it was and like streets of rage uh streets of rage 4 as a previous chat was saying like games need to be a lot more pick up and playable and less i bought this game because it's the most difficult game that's ever gamed at gaming blah just not necessary what I find with indie games is they're either really casual or yeah. really hardcore. There's like not really yeah. a middle ground. Yeah. So it'd be either really hardcore, a bit of like Game Boy graphics or um, like like retro pixel art style. Yeah. Which only works for some things. I mean, I'm not not that into it all the time. It's like ugh, just yeah. do, just make it cell shaded or something. I don't need to. Yeah. Just need to be pixelated. Um, but it'd be a really in-depth game. I'm just like, I can't be asked because I'm going to have to read everything. I don't want to read. I yeah. want to play a game. Yeah. You just want to pick up, press some buttons, yeah. have some instant gratification done. Yeah. Or it'd be yeah. really casual. It'd be too easy. It's just like, Phew. yeah. I, can't be asked. I think there's definitely a sweet spot that a lot of games miss out on. That's, to be honest, AAA games usually get that right. Indie games struggle with it, but I, usually AAA games get it right, where um, where there's a, a definite solid progression uh, in difficulty rating. So by the time you get further into the game, the game is hard and fine because you've been playing for X number of hours and you're much, much better at it, even if you've just picked it up as a pick-up-and-play sort of platform. Even like the Modern Warfare games, like by the time you get to the last mission on the campaign on Modern Warfare... On the the latest modern War, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, like it's tough by by the time you get to the end. But early doors, it's just oh yeah, there's like six guys run out of this building. I've just mowed them down. All right, cool. Moving on. That was great. Really good set piece there. Thanks for that. I feel instant gratification. Let's go. Coming this paper is really good on Modern Warfare. I thought. Yeah. Um, what's the next? Dave Cooper at Deluxe Man. Um, elitism between consoles annoys me. They all yeah. have good games, and each console has their own merits. Get over it. Yeah. Every um, console's got its place. Yeah. Yeah. Trophies and achievements that's um, that's solely unlocked by playing online multiplayer. I'm looking yeah. at you, Uncharted for. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a. Uh... I think this first came about with, I think it was Halo 2. So I played Halo 2. So I always loved the campaign mode on Halo. Um, I was never, I've never been particularly good at online multiplayer games. It's just not where it's at for me. Um, but like Halo 2, thoroughly enjoyed the playing through the missions. I just like pick a mission at random, slap it on legendary and play through it. Um, but there were certain things you couldn't complete in the game and certain achievements you couldn't get um, unless you played the multiplayer game and it wasn't just like oh yeah you've got to play the multiplayer game it was like 
you've got to knock someone off a banshee five times in one match. But no one gets on the banshee, so why the fuck would I get that? It was a lot of irritating, shitty little quests like that to get certain achievements. So I know where you're coming from there. What game are you now? He says, um, games were too long of an opening sequence. It's hard to start a new game when you need to set aside a block of four hours just to get to the first <laughs> save point or a point where I can actually start playing the game. <laughs> so um, Dark Souls 3, unfortunately, is it's one of its worst features. So Dark Souls 3, like most Dark Souls games and many of the Soulsborne games, get better when you're playing them as a group, mainly because they get a little bit easier when you're playing them as a group. Um, and bicker and they go from so one of my mates Sam, um, Sammy uh, plays with a bunch of online gamers called uh, the Four Horsemen um, really really competent gamer and he's really really into his uh, Soulsborne games so like playing through a Dark Souls game with him is, is, is entertaining and fun but the first probably 20 minutes of that game of uh, Dark Souls 3 Often you have to be a, a quite a difficult boss. And then if you don't beat that boss, you're instantly teleported back to 10, 15 minutes beforehand. You've got to go through 10, 15 minutes of chaff to then get to the boss, to then fight the boss, kill the boss, get past the boss, find the next save point before you can actually meet up with your mates and enjoy start playing the game. <sighs> I get having it so certain parts of the game are wholly single player and stuff like that, but um, I think probably the worst culprit for this um, was uh, Metal, Metal Gear Solid games. With like, here's a 20 minutes of some people in a plane chatting. Like, really? Why? Was that Sons of Liberty? Was that, that one, wasn't it? It was like that two hour long cutscene at one point. Yeah. And they're literally, it, it's a plane ride. Yeah. They just sat there for the whole plane ride, take off, chat through, and then land. And Jesus Christ, like, why? And if you missed any of it, you miss all of the exposition and plot. Like, it's not really revealed in gameplay or over the tannoy when certain soldiers being told to do certain things. It's literally just like, nope, it's snakes, gravelly nonsense prattling on to some benign character you're instantly going to forget. All right, cool. Why? Why is this here? Don't do it for me at all. Yeah, it doesn't me either. Ryan, Ryan loves it. I mean, God, how many of the uh, Metal Gear games is Ryan completed now? In what like, yeah, and not not just completed them, like completionist completed them. Like he he completed Snake Eater without killing a single person, which is just insane. <laughs> Did, um, I think I completed the first Metal Gear. Was it four times? Because you do it the first time and you get the bandana. Yeah. You do it the second time, you get the stealth suit. Yeah. You do it the third time, and you have a tuxedo. Yeah. And I think I did it again just to see if you got anything else, and you didn't. Ah, okay. Um, I got stuck on the first one, so. It was at the point where you're in like a control room that's filling up with gas and apparently you're supposed to ring the ninja guy and I didn't ring the ninja guy. 
and then I did went through it a couple of times and it just I was like oh oh okay what what do I do now and I don't think I ever picked up again what well, weird bits in all Kojima games where it doesn't really yeah. tell you what you need to do it's just like yeah, yeah. work out yeah which is kind of, kind of fair enough all right you don't you know, hand hand everything to your players on, on a plate i remember one of my least favorites is in metal gear solid one again and it literally one of the guys breaks the fourth wall and says you have to look on the back of the cd case yeah that's it meryl's phone number isn't it or something yeah for meryl's phone number look on the back of the cd case or a cassette case or something like that but you actually had an item called cassette case or cd case so i spent fucking ages going i can't find it i went i remember i was what year five year six i can't have been much more than like nine ten years old when that game came out i said to one of my mates at school i was like i can't figure out where to go i can't find this Merrill person he's just like look on the back of the cd box i said i had the cd box and he went no the actual cd box i was like why why is that there still gripes me what 25 years later <laughs> grinding your chode on that one <laughs> I'm absolutely sweating my ass always. <laughs> Arcade Adriano says buying a Switch game and inside the box is just a download card. Uh, just a download code, no card. Oh yeah, yeah, I get that. Like apparently, it says you don't even get the new game smell or anything. What new game smell is the reason why you buy hard copy games? Although I bought. I think it was the latest Pokemon game and it didn't come with a manual. Like, all right, it doesn't have to come with a manual, but at the same time, what in that box actually has new game smell? And also, where does new new game smell come from? Do you think it comes in a can? It must just spray it and then seal it up. Like, if it does, like, I feel like I could go to a games convention and just like spray myself in it and then I'd just be just people everywhere just like oh Jesus Christ what was that (laughs) Um, WT Famicom says I hate tutorials hands down Eddie and all throw me in a fucking fire I don't care (laughs) so I think I think some have got their place um there's there's a couple of combat games uh the witcher uh for example where you need an amount of tutorial in order to get through the basics of the game and then you'll start spreading out into the more advanced combat later on fine but a lot of games have got tutorials in where it's like like, like cod uh, the latest um call of duty modern warfare game has got a tutorial mode in it why is cod i don't think anyone's not played this game before and if they've not played this game before oh i have a gun in my hands and a man in front of me is shooting yeah. what do i do i shoot him in the face oh okay um i pick up a grenade and then it says i'll oh, press x on the screen all right press x oh i've thrown the grenade wow this is new it's not it's the same old tired retired tired and replicated thing it just I get that. Some games don't need tutorials at all. Some games backtracking. Um, 
I know it's a bit of scenery, but it's nice to know that you're proud of it, but you don't need to keep going back to the same area. So I guess that's only like the game keeps taking you back to the same area over and over. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, once you've, especially on like quite open world, expansive games, if you once you've gone through a space and completed missions in that space, move on. We don't need to keep revisiting the house atop of the hill where sixteen bandits special are every day. You pick up a special skill, yeah, and the next day there's the dragon there and blah. Um, yeah, yeah, just making the game longer for the sake of it. Yeah. Um, Garrett talks to himself, says a tech speed always bugs me. I read fast and never fast enough, especially in games like Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, I always think with um, text-based games like that, you should be able to press a button and then all the text appears on the screen. And then yeah. you press then a button and skips forwards one whole page. Um, I tried replaying Final Fantasy VII, uh, the old school version, uh, a couple of years ago on PSP think it was and i found quite often because you couldn't skip through all of the dialogue scenes some of them you could but not all of them and then the dialogue would slowly grind its way across the screen and i read quite quick as well so it's yeah it's it's really quite frustrating for that it's just when you're not paying attention you're just mashing a to continue yeah, um, and then it comes up with an option where do you want to repeat what I just said, and you're too busy just trying to get through it all. You click yeah, oh, yeah. do the whole fucking yeah. thing again. Yeah, um, a couple of NPCs say um, oh, a couple of NPCs. Um, I just want to be able to pause cutscenes. Is that too much to ask? No, no, I totally get that. Um, uh, as an actual adult, and even as a kid. Um, Online multiplayer games have never been able to be paused. Fine. Um, but if I'm playing a solo game and you're doing an amount of exposition for me and telling me some information about what I need to know for the next mission, if I can't pause it to tell my mum, right, I'll, I'll empty the dishwasher in five minutes. Or now that I'm in my 30s and I've got a kid, to put my son to bed or uh, make sure I can wipe up his sick or whatever he's managed to get himself into or blown up or whatever. Or just have a chat with my wife or something or one of my mates. Like, it's just, I get I get that. Like, game, the cutscenes definitely need to be able to be paused because just because you're in playing that game doesn't necessarily mean that is everything you're doing that day. And if a game with, say, quite a long or lengthy cutscene or a game that's giving you a certain amount of exposition that you desperately need for the next mission, um, yeah, the, if non-pausable cutscenes are a bit frustrating. We can kill them on podcast. Um, say durability on weapons is annoying. We get it, you break. Yeah. yeah. I fucking hate durability on weapons. I fucking hate it. Absolutely hate it. Monster Hunter. Um, uh, Far Cry 2 is the worst. You fire Far two shots in. Yeah. Hey. Fire two shots and then your gun's shite. Oh, great. Yeah. All right. Um, I think it's pretty bad for that as well. Um, Red Dead 2. Yeah. 
right dead. One gun fight, check your gun, yeah. it's rusty as fuck. Yeah. I was like, really? I just fired one, like three, four yeah. bullets. Calm down. Um, what was it? Fallout. Like, it just didn't need to be in there. I understand they were in apocalyptic wasteland. It gives you an amount yeah. of. Yeah. That I just feel like you need to get to a point. I mean, if you want to put it in early game for early doors guns, fine. But I know in uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild, even the best sword in the game the super sword that's supposed to be like a living god or part of the living tribune, blah, blah, fucking blah. And that sword is, you have to sharpen it every like 10 swings or something like that. The worst is when you get um, some fucking weapon and you have to get some specialty item or some rare fucking thing. Charge it. Yeah. Yeah. So you get to you got the like the best weapon in the game. You spent ages trying to get, and you can only use it for like two or three fights before you need to go and farm some weird material or something. Yeah, that doesn't always drop in any sort of consistency, or it's just yeah. super rare. You just got to grind the game just so you can use it as a fucking weapon again. Yeah, I think uh, Oblivion was pretty bad for that. Um, so in Oblivion, that sky was pretty bad for it as well. Excuse me. Um, so both Oblivion and Skyrim, when your let your enchanted weapons always had limited number of uses, and then you had to use Soulstone okay. to get them, but then Soulstones were relatively finite in the game. Yeah. So, it's like, so I can swing it twenty times, and then it's it's just useless. Oh, okay, yeah. great. I'll just carry this around with me forever because I don't want to lose it. Yeah. Ghost um, oh. of Stratosphere. Um, if I put it down again for a, a few months, then come back to it, and I've entirely forgotten how to play it, I wish I could redo tutorial stuff whenever I wanted or needed to. Also, oh, carry right. weight. A little bit like a recap. Um, it's like when you're watching the American TV shows and it and yeah, previously the entire series in like one minute. Yeah. Um, having that in computer games and literally just going, right, here's the uh, top-level highlights for the last two hours' gameplay. Cool. Thank you very much. Yeah, I've so so many games. Like, yeah. So I'll go back and, like, I've got Watch Dogs 3. No, Watch yeah. Dogs 2. And I got, yeah. pretty, I, was, I got pretty much into it, and then someone came out with some other game and started playing that. I tried to go back to it to a day, turned on, I was like, what the fuck was I even doing on this? Why am I stood here? What what's what's this car next to me? Yeah, what do I need what to do? Where do I need to go? I can't even remember what I need to do. Oh, mad at me. I don't understand. <laughs> Never mind. I'll turn it off. I'm not starting this again. Yeah. A smash in long games, yeah. Yeah. Um 90s movie podcast says I just don't want to play online. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> For everyone, there's, there's your own niche. Um, personally, I find um, cooperative play to be a lot of fun. Um, I don't normally like counter-operative play. Um, I like to play alongside my pals. Uh, I play quite a lot of Minecraft. Um, big, big Minecraft fan. But I do find that playing Minecraft by myself is really, really dull playing minecraft when there's like six or seven of your mates nearby and you're building like this big thing together 
is far more satisfying than yeah i created this giant dragon's head out of the side of a mountain by myself blah all right fair enough I just remember trying it with you. You spent ages building like some proper eccentric fucking castle, and I'd, I'd just be off in the distance building a penis on a fucking hill, so you can just make it out from the top from like the main vista view that you've made yourself. Yeah, yeah. So like, as I get up in the morning, the sun will rise behind a massive dick on the top of a mountain, <laughs> miles away. One of my mates did it once. Um, so he built a tower as high up as you could possibly go. I can't remember. It's like 116 blocks. It used to be. He got to 115 block, and then the 116th block, he built a giant penis in the sky, which casted like like it was not technically a shadow, but like darkness over the over the top of my castle. And then he got rid of the tower which went up to it. So it's just a big cock in the sky above my base that you can see from miles away. <laughs> <sighs> so, Steph, Stas, um, FEJ Gannon, those bastard escort and protect the NPC quests in RPGs. <laughs> Uh, they'd be acceptable if the NPC moved at a reasonable speed and wasn't a moron, but instead you're following a snail who makes stupid decisions. <laughs> I was just about to say, I think the movement speed, like, I'm not bothered about protected escort missions, fine. But the fact that they're either moving too slow for you to do anything. So yeah, the fuck you say you're old and they're fucking gone and you lose them. <laughs> or the really irritating one where you're faster than them when you're running but you're oh, not yeah. as fast as them when you're walking it's like how fucking fast is your power walk and where's my power walk yeah there's like some weird doing some weird like, sort of dad jog that's just yeah. like faster than a normal speed walking <laughs> excuse me uh, so the ghost of gamer pass says how the main button on the switch is different than every other console i keep going in reverse through the menus i'm just trying to think what the front of my switch looks like as in the home button yes, yeah yeah it does look it does look a little bit odd um i frequently because uh, there's like a home button and then there's another one which feels almost identical which is like a camera button and then when you press the camera button, it just takes a screenshot of what you're doing. It's like, no, I want to go into a menu. Just stop taking screenshots and fill up the memory. I swear my Switch is full of some absolute garbage. It's just like me. I swear if it had a camera on the front, like a forward-facing camera, it'd just be me looking very, very confused. Like, why is this not happening the way I want it to? So a cross-Atlantic gaming podcast, playing team-based games, and your teammates go solo. <laughs> and um, then uh, Unexceptionals podcast replied saying, jumping off that playing objective-based game modes, your teammates think it's team deathmatch. Oh, yeah. Fucking really? me, me and uh, Effie Gannon, uh, our mate staff, um, who makes amazing cupcakes, uh, we were just discussing that the other night in uh, multiplayer modes on COD. And just like, yeah, it's capturing the flag. So why are you running at the enemy aimlessly? What's the point? What's your objective here? Because your objective should definitely be to be stood right next to me capturing this flag. 
why are you running away sobbing at all we've lost the game great start again getting killed because you're trying to cap an objective while everyone's just fucking about <laughs> just fuck off back to team deathmatch yeah just if, if that's what you're here for go play team deathmatch yeah. there's plenty of other people there who want to do the exact same thing yeah exactly um, Ronan Geekery um, cutscenes that can't be skipped okay that's nice but I'm a murder hobo so I don't care <laughs> put the control down just walk away <laughs> yeah I totally get that um, I'll, I'll one up that with credits that can't be skipped Oh, fucking hell, yes. Nine hours finishing a game, and you're going to tell me that game only saves when I get to the end of it. Fable. Fucking Fable, which I turned off, and then I had to go through like two hours fucking gameplay and the end boss again the next day because I just went, right, I've got to the end of it. Oh, it's a half-hour cutscene where you're looking at stained glass windows and people's names scrolling by and their yeah. dedication to pizza. Pricks. So the next one is Senpai Tube. This is Senpai Noticed Us. Oh. Emmett Lafave, the, uh, the Oblivion in real life guy. Yeah. He says, when you're in the middle of a video game, but you got to poop. <laughs> yes. I mean... Then there's things you could do medically, I suppose, for that. <laughs> I mean, the worst is, um, I mean, if you'd like, if you're playing online, then you can either hide, hold it, yeah. or you can just, I suppose you can just blast it off to the side. <laughs> just cock a leg. Yeah. Just cock a leg and repaint the wall. Or if you've got a cup handy. Yeah. Yeah. That's quite yeah, a cup. I mean, depending on. On, on the flow, you may need a large cup or several cups, but sure. Point glass. <laughs> Don't know if you've had a Vindaloo the night before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for re- people responses. Thank you very much, everyone, for responding. Yeah, lots of responses, considering it was just this morning as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we've been going nearly an hour and a half so far, Tube. So, should we wrap up? Yeah, let's, let, let's wrap it in a neat little pretty bow. Do you want to put a game on the Wizard's Tower? Um, oh, ooh. I think I will put. I'll put Journey. Favourite all time game, Journey. I'll put Journey on the Wizard's Tower. Although I'm literally just going to sit here and slowly masturbate while talking about Journey. For the next twenty minutes, so pardon. No, we've already heard you wanking yourself after the journey. <laughs> I'll skip the wizards down then, because otherwise it'll get weird. <laughs> what rating would you give it? Oh, 10 out of ten. Any day, ten out ten out of ten. Game, absolute sharp. Sharp here. Sharp here. I've been a fucking saddo and not played anything but Warzone for a long time, so I don't even know what I'd pick to put on the Wizard's Tower at the moment. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else I've been playing. Um, oh, what was that game I played the other day? I was telling you about it. I, don't know, I looked at a game from work. Game. Play thingy. Warzone. Uh, GTFO. 
Um, so there's this game uh, a couple of mates of mine have been playing online called GTFO and essentially